Welcome to Rune Walking in Modern Times. I am Ken, Rune Walker and Walker Between Worlds. Um, sorry we missed last week. So, um, because of that, this week we're going to be doing two runes. Uh, we're going to talk about Wunyo first, uh, rounding out the first et in the Elder Futh arc, and then moving on to Hagalaz. And then our reading for the week. So, buckle up, buttercup. All right, let's dig into Wunyo or Win or Wunjo. Um, so, our Saxon name is Win. Um, the alphabet sound would be a W or a V. When we're talking about Wunyo, a couple of keywords are joy and light. Um, the pictograph um, looks like a torch. Um, I also actually look at it as a flag. So um, deities uh, that might be associated with this would be Balder, um, Hoder, Mani, uh, Mani, God of the Moon, or the um, Alfar, uh, the Linden Tree. Uh, we can have Citrine or Rutilated Quartz as the stone. Uh, color would be light yellow. Um, magical uses, we can talk about it uh, helping to sustain lights. Um, anytime we're dealing with um, energy or power like that. Um, and it can also be used as an antidepressant. Uh, meaning would be joy, happiness, or a light in the darkness. Um, also... Um, Munyo can be joy that comes from community and the obligations and responsibilities that come with that. The halls of death are filled are also filled with joy. The sun shines there too. Um, so I love I, I like this rune. I think it has like all the other runes, it, it's on a spectrum. Um, so kind of the opposite end of the spectrum from joy would be, um, madness. Um, so, um, when we're talking about when, uh, when you know, is in Anglo-Saxon terms, um, it's the joy that we get from having enough food, a roof over our head, um, enough wealth. So the joy that comes from having your needs met. Um, it has been looked at as the mystic's rune, um, finding your own divine consciousness to connect with the divine. Um, it's been associated with opening your crown chakra, if you're thinking about the in that term. Um, ecstasy within the shaman's trance um, I 
uh, I have a note here, and it's actually a drawing in my little notebook. Um, but it is Gabo moving into Wunyo. So, and I have written down as Odin, Odin's experience. So, um, talking about him, uh, like plucking out his eye in exchange for the knowledge, um, hanging on the tree, uh, in exchange for the runes. So, um, an interesting look in those terms. Um, I have also had this rune show up as, um, you, to represent union with a deity, um, deity. So, uh, I also see this rune, uh, in terms of us, we, people, um, becoming the tree, um, yeah. Let's see. Um, <laughs> this rune can also be, um, like if we're talking about it being like joy when we have enough, I think it also can connect to um, the joy of recognizing your self-worth. Um, if you have someone who's doing shadow work, um, as long as they have a spark of hope, um, it can help uh, kind of, mm, what's the term? Uh, enhance that so that um, they can see kind of a light at the end of the tunnel, quote unquote. With Wunyo, if I'm going to flip through my um, notebook, um, some questions to think about. Going back to the Odin experience, um, what are you willing to give up to shift your perspective? Um, to gain this ecstasy or this joy. Um, I think sometimes we try to short... Short circuits, not the right... Uh, take the easy way and can do that with... Um, Mind-altering substances. So, something to think about. Um, let's see... What's my other? Yes. Hmm. When you're thinking about Wunyo in terms of remembering your divine connection, sometimes we really visualize that as being our, um, through our head, like our crown chakra or through the star chakra. Um, 
that can help people visualize it. But I think um, it's different for everyone. So I think we have to find where that comes from. So like potentially if you belong to or are working with feel a great affinity for um, let's just say um, Freya or Ingvi um, Frey, the brother and sister, your um, connection to deity might not be through your crown chakra. <laughs> uh, it might be through your sacral uh, or your base. So um, one thing you can do is to put yourself into a meditative state Picture uh, Wunyo floating in front of you. Ask Wunyo to identify the place of connection to the divine and, if possible, how to access that connection. So let it tell you and then meditate and see where that takes you. See where you go with that because it's going to be a very different um I think place for all of us, it could be your solar plexus or your heart or your throat or your, um, your third eye. I mean, you know, it could be any of those. So yeah, I hope that gives you a little bit about Wunyo and, um, we'll come back and talk about Hagalaz. All right, Hagalaz, or in Saxon, Hegel, um, has the H sound. Um, the key word for um, this rune is hail. Um, deities, um, Fenris, Thor, or Kari. Now, I will say that um, I also think this is a rune of Hela. That's my own thing. Um, I actually think Fenris is connected um, more to Thurizaz. Uh, if we're looking for a tree, the Blackthorn or the Hawthorn, uh, you can use Charmelated Quartz or Snowflake Obsidian. Um, and the color would be light gray. Um, weather magic or um, curses would be um, Hagalaz. In fact, um, yeah, okay. So uh, the rune of hail means chaos. Um, a lot of troubles, misfortune coming from nowhere that you did not deserve, but which hit you at random. Uh, don't bother trying to figure it out. Um, if it was going to happen, it was going to happen to someone and you were just kind of right there. So it's a really interesting uh, rune when it comes to um, us always looking for someone to blame uh, for bad things that happen. Um, we also have... Where is that? Um, so 
um, stands for hail and hail storms, fast moving, hard hitting storms uh, that you're warned about. So pay attention. Um, its connection with the weather binds it with Hela, she who welcomes the dead. Okay. So, um, this is, if you're, because I love so much the term shadow work, this would be around uh, for that. Um, I believe that um, with Hagalaz, because it connects to Hela and to Helheim, that um, it can be a rune to help you connect to your ancestors, especially your Desir, your female ancestors. It can be a rune of winter and darkness and silence and healing. Um, it's very much a rune of the subconscious, uh, fog. I also see it uh, when it comes through uh, as, like if like with Hagalaz, it's basically looks like an H, but the the middle bar is a diagonal instead of straight across. And in, in that, um, I have seen it as um, coming through to tell me that the person that I'm speaking to uh, or who is getting the reading is taking the long way around. They're not taking the shortest route. Um... Sometimes with Hagalaz or Hegel, it's very much a rune of not just leaving things behind, but burning it to the ground leaving your name and becoming someone new. I think it's a very, it's not always um, that situation. It's a very dramatic um, version of it. But um, let's see. There was a the, uh, rune also means, um, because it means hail, there was a really uh, interesting, I think it was in here, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I wrote this a little while ago. Um, so uh, one meditation was um, to become the um, water molecules that become hail, that float through the sky, through the clouds, fall back to the earth, go into the earth and then evaporate again or, or whatnot. So it's a really interesting um, look at into a journey into transformation and how um, sometimes there has to be hail. Um, also, is there a humane way to experience the storm bringer? Hagalaz. I'm not sure. I've been thinking hard on it, and I can't ask you to call in Hagalaz. Uh, I can't help but smile as I read those words. We've all experienced Hagalaz at one point or another. 
we've all weathered storms that we possibly did not have to if we'd only taken cover, only heeded the signs. We go through the sting of pain to be liberated in the end. It takes work, it takes Hagalaz and Hela. So where in your life are you feeling the stinging pain of transformation? Hela and Hagalaz know the pain of this process. They know the need for someone to support us, hold our hand or stroke your hair, um, but they won't do it for us. So what offerings can you bring to Hela? What are you willing to let go of? Hmm. So many things. Um, know also that the process could require that you get a therapist, a doctor, a teacher, or a gardener to help you through it. Um, there are healing things all around you. The most important thing is to look for those signs and be directed and led to them. So, when something happens, not that you should always dwell on the past, but sometimes if we look back upon something and say, okay, were there signs? Were there omens? What was there that maybe was trying to tell me because um, that's kind of the way we can learn and and, uh, and grow and gain a better understanding of the omens uh, or signs that our spirit guides, our gods, our ancestors uh, are giving to us and bringing to us. So that was Hagalaz. And when we come back, um, we'll do a rune casting. So for the rune casting this week, I've been thinking the last few minutes about really finding that part of us that is divine and part of that divine, the thing that we think we're so separated from. Um, and yeah, so maybe... Maybe we'll think about that. Let's see, what else? What's another good topic for a question? So, hmm. I think let's do that. Let's talk, let's ask the runes. How, how do we find that part of ourselves that is the divine. Um, and yes, we talked about it being wunyo and being able, oh, an ability to do that. So let's see if there's maybe a different way or, or a different concept or thought that the runes have about that. Maybe the different thread that still makes up that tapestry. All right, so 
Ooh, interesting. Okay, so they're all face up. There are four of them. Hmm. Okay, so our question was, how do we find that part of ourselves? That is the divine. Okay, so... Tevas showed up. And that's not one we've spoken about yet, but it's about truth and justice. Um, I also see it as a compass. Um, I've taught a class before about um, Tevas, and we, we, we worked with Tevas in terms of um, finding what are trying to experience within ourselves in our intellect, uh, in, in your head, right? Your brain, your emotional in, intelligence and your instinctual intelligence and those parts of your body where those are centered, um, which for me normally is head, heart, and gut, lower gut, but uh, using Tevas to figure out what that feels like. So we have to know what truth feels like, first of all, as it resonates within each of our bodies and each of our centers of knowing um, the next one I want to talk about is algies I will be talking about algies pretty soon um, the one thing about algies that comes to my mind so I mean you know they all have multiple personality traits but the one thing that immediately comes to my mind um, is is that you have to stand up and and ask for it. Um, you can't be hidden or hidden in your little protection in your little um, within your little fort or your little shield because that's the protected place because that eventually becomes um, your your prison so um, and it being next to Eva's which is the balance of life and death uh, I think is very interesting I think it's uh, our fear of, of death keeps us from embracing and encompassing embodying remembering um, the cycle of it. Um, the last rune is year, and that is a rune, a rune of focus, of the focused and disciplined warrior. So I think that uh, our question being, how do we find that place within us um, it it's definitely going to take discipline and listening and fine-tuning of of our ability to sense and and experience uh, that part of us and that part of us can really only be um, like experienced if we're not uh, 
in our own little protection, in our own little uh, prison, right? It becomes our prison. Um, and realizing too that uh, there is the balance in it all and we can't be afraid of death. Or maybe not even physical death, but the death of things is probably a better way to put that. Um, It's okay for us to learn something new. It's okay for us to experience, mm -mm, to have an opinion, to form an opinion, and then to have experiences that will change that opinion. It might change it slightly or it might change it completely into something different. It might be the complete opposite of what we thought. But it's okay to have those to have those experiences and those those moments because that's where the growth comes from. And that's also uh, in those moments is where everything that we've learned, if it doesn't sit easily within our body uh, and it creates dis-ease, right, disease, um, then that, then those situations can help us figure out what is, what's wrong, what doesn't work, what actually doesn't, and it's more than feel right, but doesn't resonate with us completely at all. And I think only then can we begin to find that part of ourselves that is divine and that is um, connected to the divine. And that's through shedding these uh, sometimes societal imposed, societally, the impositions from society of uh, what we should believe, should do, should think, as well as um, the self-imposed. So I hope that... Um, you got something out of that. I hope it, it helps. And uh, thank you very much for listening to Rune Walking in Modern Times. Don't forget that you can um, subscribe on Anchor or Spotify or anywhere that um, you can find this podcast. Thank you to those who support um, with your listening and with your donations uh, I appreciate that and um, take care and we'll talk to you next week